Welcome to Mental Health Uncovered, a show dedicated to having candid, everyday conversations about mental health. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Mental Health Uncovered. This is your host, Seth Showalter, and I am thrilled to have you here because I have one of the guests that I have been looking forward to interviewing for a very long time. Um, Her name is Michelle Ryder, and Michelle is a comedian, and she's actually kind of famous. So I've been... (laughs) Really, really excited about this interview. Uh, Michelle began her comedy career uh, performing stand-up comedy across stages across the Southeast. She then began and gained attention in the comedy world after releasing comedy skits online as Shelly Belly Comedy. Since then, her comic videos have gone on to earn millions of views. She has gained over 2 million accumulated followers and earned over 100 million likes through her social media accounts. Apart from her work as a stand-up comedian, Michelle was discovered through her social media by Studio Lambert and was chosen to be on the number one reality show, The Circle, season three on Netflix, Her time on The Circle was the most watched season to date. The world fell in love with her Southern twang and funny personality. (laughs) Michelle has been featured in Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan, I can't even talk, Cosmopolitan, how do you say that, Michelle? Cosmopolitan. There it is. (laughs) BuzzFeed, IMBD, ABC, NBC, Fox, Roku, Parade, Bustle, E! News, Women's Health, Newsweek, The Decider, TV Insider, and has been on talk shows and podcasts across the United States. Essentially, if you want to know about Michelle and Shelly Belly Comedy, all you have to do is Google Michelle Ryder. She is everywhere. Michelle has branched out and is now traveling the United States and filling seats with her one-of-a-kind comedy performance, Naughty But Nice Comedy Tour. Michelle's comedy consists of married life, having kids and being a Southern woman and talking about things you won't with a touch of naughty. And with that, (laughs) how are you doing? I am one introduction. I am well. Thank you. You make me, oh my Lord. I didn't, I didn't realize I've done all that. (laughs) You have. I've, I've done a lot. I've, I've done a lot in such a very short period of time. Yeah. So let's let's talk about so you said a short period of time? Yeah. So yeah. when did your comedy start? Like when did you start getting involved? So I have been doing stand-up comedy like I first started stand-up comedy only like 4 years ago. It, oh wow. Yeah. And so it's kind of crazy how everything happened. I always wanted to do comedy. I've always loved comedy. But, you know, life takes a turn and, um, you know, and says, hey, it's time to have babies and then get married. Because, you know, that's how we do it in the South. I'm only kidding. Um, So uh, I had, you know, I I got married, I had children. And 
you know, I put comedy on a back burner for all these years and was never able to do it, but always had all of this funny stuff going on in my head. I was always the jokester. Mm -hmm. And so my son had introduced me to TikTok and was, and my son was like, you know, here's a video. Like he was in the Marines at the time and he came home, he was on leave and he says, look, mom, look, look at this video I did. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And I was like, well, how do you do this TikTok? So he explained it to me. And so I started doing it because I was like, this is fun. And so he comes back home on another leave. And I'm like, look, I've got 300 views on my TikTok. And he laughed at me. And he's like, mom, that's nothing. I have people that I know that have like 100,000 views. I am a very competitive human being. Mm-hmm. And when my kids laugh at me and go, whatever, mom, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to show you. So when he came back home on leave, I'm like, look, is this pretty good? This this video just hit 2.3 million. Is that pretty good? <laughs> and I've got like 500,000 followers. How many do you have? And he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, don't challenge your mom. So then I started doing TikTok and and I was going viral and and just loving life. You know, I was working a full-time job and and then I had the producers of not the well, it's they're called headhunters, you know, right. all of these reality TV shows, they look for contestants, you know, on social media or wherever. Mm-hmm. And so I had a scout reach out to me and she goes, oh, my God, I love your TikToks. You ought to apply for or audition for the circle. I'd never heard of the circle a day in my life. And so I watched it and I applied for it. And out of over, I think, a hundred and some odd thousand people, I was one of the very fortunate people that was chosen to be on the show. And so after I was on the show, I was, you know, for a year, I could not say anything. So during that year, I was, you know, I I started doing stand-up comedy. And I started, which I've done a little bit before, just like open mics and stuff. And so then I started doing some shows here and there locally. But once the circle came out, it's like I started booking headlining shows. Just boom, 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 boom. So it's it was because I was on the circle in 2021. So actually, it's been three years since I've done stand-up comedy. Only three years. It's coming up on four. So if I understand this correctly, you started comedy from TikTok? Or- well, I was doing some stand-up comedy. Right. Uh, but I didn't start doing it until after I was on TikTok. And people were like, you want to do stand-up comedy? You want to do stand-up comedy? So I started, you know, twiddling around in it. And the first time I ever stepped foot on a stage, I'll never forget the host of the show. He uh, actually, he is a famous comedian now as well. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, you, you have it. He's like, you are, you're a natural at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, like I said, after the circle came out and the world knew who I was, I knew that was my opportunity to fulfill my dream. And so, uh, 
And now I just travel everywhere and I do stand-up comedy and and that's kind of how I got started in it. And I'm I cannot express how fortunate I am and how I know how fortunate I am because there's a lot of comedians that have been doing the grind for years and are not where I am today. So I would never, you know, look that gift. It, it, you know, look you know, the old saying, you don't look a, a, a gifted horse in the mouth. You know, I would never do that. And I'm so lucky that I get to make people laugh. And that is always what I've wanted to do. You know, I was raised up in a criminal domestic violent home. Okay. And I was very poor. Um, you know, a lot of people say, I don't have money to pay my bills. I'm poor. But when I tell you I was poor, that doesn't even express mm-hmm. how poor I really was. And so I made, I made, you know, I got bullied. I got picked on and I realized that the outlet to people liking me and being accepted was to make people laugh. And so, you know, and, and when you asked me to be on your show, and you tell me a little bit about what your show was about. I knew that I had to be on your show because, you know, comedy and mental health goes hand in hand. It really does. Agreed. It, it really does. One of the reasons I wanted you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get so many, you know, messages on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube of people that have told me, you know, i going through cancer or I'm going through a lot of mental uh, situations and I was thinking bad thoughts and was just on social media and I came across your your video and for the first time in a long time I've laughed Mm -hmm. and so knowing that I can help people just by making them laugh is is everything a human, another, uh, a a comedian can ever ask for. Right. You know, sometimes it's not about packing the auditoriums or the comedy clubs. Sometimes it's about helping that one person that needed to laugh. And it's interesting because you've made it big. So it's what I'm about to say is kind of silly for you. and, And, but it's not because you just stated it. But I, I've met a lot of creators on TikTok who get really upset because they're not making a bigger difference, like they're not reaching more people. And I'm like, if you reach one person, one person yeah. that that you you've reached your goal, like yeah. if we're able to impact one life, that's mm-hmm. that you've achieved the goal. Right. One right. changed life or one helped life is enough. Yes. And you're able to do this on a platform that's reaching thousands. Yes. And one of the reasons I was so attracted to your content was because I've seen you on lives where you end up talking about mental health. You yes. take your comedy and you drive this into the real life. And it's so encouraging to see people open up and be real because you have this aura about you that 
Thank you. People, people feel comfortable with you. People feel willing to share things with you. And I, I think that that's a very unique trait. Not everyone has that. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and, and like you were saying earlier, you know, it, it does being an influencer and having a lot of followers and um, being on every social media platform out there, it does come with challenges. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest challenges that I deal with is I cannot answer everyone that right. reaches out to me. And I worry about that because I worry, you know, because I don't have a manager. I don't have a social media manager. I don't, it it is me. That's it. And, you know, it's hard when people want to talk to me and I'm not able to respond because if I did, I would never sleep. I would never eat. I would never do anything. Right. So it makes you worry because I didn't respond. Is it going to make that person's mental health worse? Or, you know, it you do carry a lot of burdens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why I go into, I don't know if you've ever, you've said that you've seen me in people's lives and people go, oh my God, I can't believe she's in my life. I want people to understand that. You know, you've got the Kardashians, you've got, you know, Lizzo, you've got all these big stars. They're only people. They're people like you. They're people like me. And I want people to understand that, that that just because I'm on a social media platform doesn't mean that I don't deal with mental health issues. Right. Doesn't does mean that that I don't worry about things, that you know, I don't have things going on my going on in my life, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to let people know you're just like they are, mm-hmm. and because there is, you know, a lot of younger kids these days are have so much pressure on them. You know, who has on the most expensive clothes, the most expensive shoes, the most expensive whatever? Who's the most popular? You know, who's all this? But when it comes right down to it, you know, none of that matters uh, right. under the under those clothes is really what matters under under those Air Jordans is really what matters. It's you as a human being is what matters, because, you know, I, like I said, I was bullied all through school. I would get off the school bus and everything that my family owned was on the street because my parents couldn't pay the bills. And people would laugh at me saying, oh, she's homeless and things like that. But, you know, I never let that get to me. I knew that tomorrow would come and it would be better. And one day I would make a difference. And that's what I try to do is to to not only be a comedian, but to make a difference and make people laugh. And not everybody likes my comedy and that's okay. Um, There's a lot of people, I get a lot of criticism and they and and that's okay because i truly believe that god prepared me in that childhood part of my life to to be able to handle the criticism that i get now and god also blessed me with a gift uh to make people laugh and to make people feel comfortable with me and and i think that's important is is 
don't, you know, don't think that you have to be a Kardashian because you're not going to be. It's it's all smoke and mirrors, every bit of it. Mm-hmm. You know, what I try to tell everybody, I was talking to a young man last night on Instagram. And he was saying that I was on his live and he was saying, you know, he's going through a hard time. And I said, you know, look, anytime you're going through a difficult time, just know that there are people out there that are going through 10 times more than you could ever imagine in your life. And if things aren't, you know, he wanted to be a big social media person and he didn't have a job and he's got bills to you. And I said, maybe it's not that you're struggling with mental health. Maybe you're struggling to figure out what you need to do with your life to structure it, to get done what you need to do. Right. Getting from A to B. Correct. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused. And a lot of people, they just don't have that one person that gets it, mm-hmm. that gets that they may not have nice things. They get that mental health as- aspect. You know, they they get it. And it's, you know, you've got Mama Todd, who is a huge, oh, huge TikToker. Yes, I love her. Mama Todd is, has, is one of these people that, you look at and you go, she she's that mother that a lot of people don't have or that best friend a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. And she is someone that I that I admire. And uh, because, you know, again, and she'll tell you like I'm telling you, it's not everything it's cracked up to be a social media influencer. It's really not. Does it pay the bills? It can. But you got to work hard every single day. And Mama Todd would tell you the same things. Being a social media influencer comes with a lot of demons, comes with a lot of bad things. And you deal with people are waiting to cancel you. They're they're waiting to get rid of you because they want to be the next big thing. And and you know what what people don't understand is I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't like my content. If you're that miserable where you have to wait to cancel a human being, then there's a lot of things that you need to deal with within yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mama Mama Tot's platform is based on talking to people and understanding people and being an ear for people, you know, and, and, and knowing that there's someone there to listen. My platform is just being a complete and total nutcase. I'm that aunt that everybody loves. I am that, I've had a lot of people tell me, you're like my crazy aunt or "You're, uh, you're like a crazy grandma or whatever. And that's cool because I want to be that person that when people need a good laugh, they go to my page. Right. And they're and they're like, oh my god! I was watching this and I, I I laughed so hard and and I had a lady tell me the other day she was in the hospital and um and she's just bored to death and she said, but I knew I could go to your videos and it would cheer me up and make me feel better and you know I have this one girl that um her daughter has tumors and you know so much going on with her health and. Uh, she was on my live the other night and, uh, you know, and she says some, you know, there's times I don't feel like I can just keep going on and how hard it is. And she said, but you always make me laugh and make it better. 
And, uh, you know, and that's what I try to spread is, is just laughter. And I, and I, I just love it. I enjoy it so much. And I'm so glad that my laughter can help people that are dealing with a lot of mental health issues. Absolutely. And I want you to know that you are making a difference. Thank you. It is, it is definitely resonating with a lot of people, but you've brought up several things I want to touch on. And I'm going to bring this back to you specifically. Okay. And, and that is, I want to know how, how are you handling personally some of the difficulties that comes with being a social media influencer? You've got a lot of people reaching out to you that you can't get to because you have your own personal life to live. So how do you, how are you managing that? Well, you know, I try the best way that I, you know, I've said and I've thought about that. And that is probably one of the best questions I've ever been asked on a podcast. I made a video and I try to make videos regularly thanking people and telling them that I watch their, I look at their comments mm-hmm. and that I read everything they say. And I let them know, but I can't comment to everybody. But I read what you say. I hear what you say. And I'm thankful for the things that you say. And I try to make it a general, as, as, as generalized as I can. So people understand she is looking at my stuff. She is ready. You know, I had a I had a lady yesterday say that her husband was, you know, it's his birthday and he was going through a hard time. And I said, well, I'll call him on Instagram and wish him a happy birthday. So I did. And, you know, he cried because I called him on his birthday, you know, and and I'm one of his favorite comedians. And, you know, and even though you can't reach out to everyone, at least acknowledge it's about acknowledgement and people, th- people thrive or not thrive, excuse me, people, what's the word I'm looking for? People crave acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. We all do. Every single one of us want to be acknowledged. And, you know, that's why I think a lot of people like my videos is because I don't talk about one specific thing. You know, you may see me sitting on my front porch screaming out at Donna. And it's like you're sitting right there with me. Uh And you're experiencing, you know, being there on my front porch with me. And I'm talking to you through the camera. And we're going through seeing Donna and her craziness together. And, um, but... I go, I'm all over the place. I have ADHD. So if I jump from one subject to another, that's why. But that's how I, that's how I deal with the pressures of, of that is I try to make videos and thank people and let everybody know how much it means to me. I'm a very humble individual. You know, I'm not somebody that, that, that eats a, a steak and a baked potato every day and goes to fancy restaurants and all that. If I have a McDonald's, you know, hamburger. I, I'm happy. I'm such a simple person. I'm so humble with every little thing I have. And, and I'm humble with every word someone says. Um, but I, I feel like with saying thank you and letting people know I acknowledge them, I think that that makes me sleep good at night. 
So you might not be able to respond to every individual I am, but you do try to respond to every comment. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Um, I can't respond to every comment, but but I see every comment. There I read. I read go. every comment. And there I do. I truly, truly read every single comment people leave. And sometimes I try to leave comments and sometimes I can't. But if I'm on the road, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm driving down, my husband drives, I don't. So if my husband's driving down the road and we're going to one of my shows, I'm reading my comments. But people had to understand that just because I don't comment doesn't mean I don't care. Exactly. You know, because I do. I care when people are going through things, but we all go through things. Mm -hmm. I'm going through things right now, you know. And that's my second question Okay, is... How are you able to manage your own? Because you don't necessarily bring up your personal life issues on TikTok. Never. You never do. You like your TikToks are funny. They yes. are comedy. Hence, yes. Shelly Belly comedy. <laughs> so, you know, you're not bringing up your own personal life issues on TikTok but you're allowing other other people are right but you are not so there's a part of you that you're kind of taking care of yourself yes. um but how are you able to keep that divide between yourself and also providing support so what are you doing to take care of yourself in order to 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 really focus on self-care so uh, a lot of people may not know this, but um, April 21st of this year, my husband was in a high-speed motorcycle accident. Oh, I didn't know that. And he hit a vehicle on his motorcycle going 50 miles per hour. It completely broke his pelvis wide open and it twisted back. He had internal bleeding. My husband almost died. Like the doctor came downstairs and said, we're not going to operate because we don't think he's going to make it through the night. Oh, wow. So that night I came home and um, because he had to go to ICU and ICU has strict visiting hours. So I came home and I was alone mm -hmm. by myself and I'm never without my husband ever. And as I sat there, I thought, I have to let people on social media know I'm not going to be there for a while. So that's what I did, because social media is a part of my family. It's a part mm -hmm. of my life. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of what I do. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that I did was got on TikTok and I told everybody on TikTok what had happened. And the outpour of prayers and the outpour of uh, sympathy from people was overwhelming. I mean, overwhelming, which gave me peace through my difficult time. So I want to let people know not only, you know, I hope that I'm helping them, but they're helping me. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And so through the prayers, the next day I went in to the hospital and the doctor said, there is no way I can explain this. I cannot talk about religion. I won't talk about religion. It's not and it's not ethical for us to do that. But I can tell you that his internal bleeding is gone. His fluid around his heart is gone. And we're going to operate. Yes. And my husband, he's actually in the bedroom now. He has been through a lot of trials and tribulations and surgeries. And, you know, that's what a lot of people on social media don't know about me is that, you know, not only am I doing social media and stand-up comedy, but I take, you know, I go with my husband to all of his doctor's appointments, physical therapy, um, which he's still in a wheelchair. You know, we're going through things financially that are very difficult for us right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so when people tell me these things, I really do get it. I really do get how hard mental health is. And um, I deal with my mental health because my husband, my husband is my best friend. And, you know, he goes with me to every show that's local because he now he, I mean, he could fly, but he doesn't. And we're like, you know, we're like peas and carrots, you know, and and I'm his emotional support and he's my emotional support. And, um, you know, my, my, my kids are my emotional support and they support me. And, you know, when, when, and I tell you uh, something that nobody knows when the circle, the day, the day before the circle came out, on Netflix, I was laid off of my job. I was, I was, yeah, I was working for a huge uh, distribution uh, company. Okay. And um, I was laid off the day before the circle came out. And my husband, and just to show you how supportive he is, he said, this is it. This is God's way of showing you this is your time. So I want you to focus on nothing but your social media and your comedy and you're going to make it. You're going to, you're going to make it. And he said, I will support you 100%. And so having someone in your corner is that supports you and understands you and is there for you. That is going to be your biggest, that is your, that is what everybody needs. Everybody has to have that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that, you know, I, I, I seek advice from people and I have comedic friends and, um, you know, seek a priest, seek a, seek a preacher, seek a counselor, there's a lot of help out there that is at absolutely no cost. Talk to a stranger. There are for so real. many, there are so many people out here that if you said, can I just sit and talk with you for a minute? That would love to sit and talk with you. For real. And also I would note that if you're ever in any sort of crisis or you really need someone to talk to literally, there's a new program in the United States. So if you're in the U S 
calling 988 on your cell phone will route you to the nearest crisis line. So rather 911 will take you to the nearest emergency, you know, to take you to, to dispatchers, yes. 988 will take you to the nearest crisis line if you need to talk to someone immediately like a counselor. So reaching out for support is definitely something that can really make a difference. Absolutely. Yes. But to your question, you know, how do I deal with my own mental health, my own, my own demons in my life, I guess you could call it, because we all have our own demons in our life. And that is, I do, I, I make people laugh. That's how I deal with it. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a great coping strategy. That's how I deal with it. I make people laugh. It's so, it's so easy to be mad and angry. It, it's so mm-hmm. easy to find the negative. But there's not a better feeling in the world than to make people laugh to me. And, and you're so good at it. You're so talented at it. Thank you. And like, truly, it's one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on the show. Thank um, you. Because you're so gifted at it. So anyone that hasn't listened to Shelly Belly Comedy, please, please, please check her out. Um, and if you're not on TikTok, it's worth joining just to listen to Shelly Belly. I'll just be completely honest. I'm on all social media platforms, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, you can find me across all social medias. I have the same name, Shelly Belly Comedy, across all social medias. So I'm easy to find. And it, if you would love to come to see uh, one of my stand-up comedy shows, you can go to my website. And it's Shelly Belly Comedy. Look at that. Easy for everybody. It's easy. Yeah. So let me, can I ask you a question now? Of course. So you are, you are a therapist. Yes. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker, state of Missouri, and I work as a therapist for a mental health crisis center. So behavioral health and substance use crisis center. And as far as comedy, because I see you get excited about comedy. So you're yes. a comedy, you're a comedy lover. With your professional opinion, do you feel that comedy is one of the best ways to help overcome a what people are going through or not overcome, but to help people battle what people are going through? I think it can be a very useful coping strategy to help you work through certain situations. There's honestly nothing like laughter. It releases so many things in our brain. Laughter is a very critical thing that we need. And when we're lacking laughter in our life, it can actually really increase depressive symptoms. So comedy can be very, can be very, very important. Um, so can crying though. So So I don't want to say, you know, we shouldn't never cry because there's some days that I get home from work and I'm like, it's a crying day. Yes. Um, And there's there's some days I get home from work and I'm like, it's time to get on TikTok and watch Shelly Belly comedy. (laughs) You know, like it really just depends on where you're at. But either way, they can be really, really useful tools to help us move forward. Yes, I agree. Um, you know, when when I look out into an audience and I'm able to see 
a whole room full or a whole theater of people laugh, you know, it, it just fills my heart. You know, I remember when I was a little girl and um, my dad had the money uh, to take me to go see, well, didn't take me, but he and my mother wanted to go see a, back then, a very well-known comedian named Jerry Clowers. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking, I've never done anything like that. I've never been anywhere like that, you know, and my dad walked me into this huge theater. It was so huge. You know, when you're little, everything just looks ginormous. Right. And we walked in and I remember sitting down and this man coming out on stage. And I remember that he just made, I was looking around and everybody was laughing. Well, being raised up in a home of criminal domestic violence, you know, and seeing my parents fist fighting and going at it. And, you know, that was such an amazing thing to see people happy. I never Mm -hmm. saw that before, you know, is people just happy. And that's at that moment, even as a child, I knew, I knew I wanted to do that. I knew I wanted to be that person because I knew how it made me feel being in the environment that I was in. And now I'm able to do that, which is very emotional for me to know that, you know, God prepared me all of my life with my crazy stories. And uh, because my stand-up comedy is not a lot like my TikToks because I don't use the Dawn and everything, but all the things that has happened in my my life, I truly believe that it was God preparing me for this very moment. And, you know, that, that God has given me a gift to share with other people. And that's why I don't take it for granted. And then I don't just say, oh, okay, my video is over. Let me go back to what I was doing. I take it very seriously. And I'm so thankful to the people that have helped me grow and love my videos and reach out to me. I'm I'm humbled every day. Well, you're doing a great thing. And I personally want you to know as a mental health professional that I greatly appreciate it. And if you ever need help. Absolutely. I'm in your corner. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, So what's the website if people want to come to your comedy? I think you just said it, but um, if they want to come to a comedy show or they want to find out more about you, what's that website? Absolutely. Um, You can go to Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, Belly, B-E-L-L-Y, comedy.com. ShellyBellyComedy.com. And? On TikTok, what's your profile? Shelly Belly Comedy. Whoa. So super easy. Yeah. Okay. That's Across simple. all platforms, everywhere. It's everywhere. Okay. And, and I want to take a moment to say thank you. Well, thank you for asking me to do this. I, I, I do a lot of podcasts and a lot of people want to talk about comedy and they want to talk about when I was on the circle. 
it is so refreshing to be able to talk about something that I can understand, that I can mm-hmm. comprehend, that that everybody goes through. Because um, not everybody understands uh, or really cares about how you get from point A to point B. They care about the now. And I understand more than a lot of people realize it mental health is touches touch has touched my home. It touches everybody. It you can touch some it you they, everybody has someone in their life that is affected by mental health. Yes. And so to be asked to come on your show and talk about something that I understand and that holds dear to my heart, I appreciate you. Thank well, you. And thank, thank you, you for so much. Well, th- thank you for saying that. And thank you for coming on. It means the world to me. And oh. I have been looking forward to this ever since you said yes. So. <laughs> uh, see, now people's done seen the serious side of me. See, yeah. I, usually there's not a serious side of me ever. But I think people need to see that serious side of people and that, uh, you know, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to be silly. And it's okay to 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 be serious, you know, to just be just be how you feel. Absolutely. And uh and you don't always have to be funny. Right. It's okay to be to be serious. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to um be honest and real. So but it's but it's not okay. What is not okay is to not seek help if you're not okay. One hundred percent. And with that I'd like to reference everyone to my website, mentalhealthuncovered.com. On that website, if you scroll down to the bottom, you can find access to resources to help you get connected to mental health services. Um, So please feel free to check out that website because if you scroll to the bottom of that website, you can find access to resources to guide you where you need to go. And with that, I want to thank you so much for coming on, Shelly. I mean, Michelle, I greatly call me Shelly. Don't call me Michelle. Call me Shelly. That's what everybody calls me. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, And with that, I want to say thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember that Mental Health Uncovered does not provide any type of therapeutic, clinical, psychiatric, or medical advice and is intended for entertainment purposes only. If you need such care, I encourage you to find such a professional in your community. You can locate and access your local crisis line by calling 9 9- You're not just some reckless rookie YOLOing your portfolio, ready to risk it all on some shiny new sh** coin. You're on Robinhood now, trading ETFs, tracking the S&P, working that DCA. You're breaking free from bots, bankers, and all that bull. You're doing it all, and on your terms, because no one runs your money like you. Stocks and ETFs offered by Robinhood Financial LLC, member SAPC, crypto offered by Robinhood Crypto LLC, all investing involves risk. Thanks again for listening.